Magic occurs in different ways. We allow our creativity to graze in the field of our imagination. We can see new things in new ways. Now, what brings me to this conclusion of experience on November 10th, 2021? Nearing the end of my teaching program, it's been a month-long intensive of uh, 140 hours almost of teaching instruction. And I've had the opportunity to meet wonderful, inspiring, kind, caring, and motivated teachers. Like all of us, we're human. We have our ups and downs. We have our difficulties and we have our moments of growth and learning. But at the same time, we stay present to each other and do our best to help one another. This is the creation of a community. This is the creation of an experience that goes much more beyond just teaching English or learning methods for teaching it. This is an experience of transformation from the inside out. Transformation and regeneration and hopefully a re-centering of our ability to find our own inner creation, our own inner joy. And that's what happened today in class, and I'd like to share how it happened. Well, we played a song by Louis Armstrong called What a Wonderful World. We started just by, before playing it, asking people to share what is wonderful for you in the world. This was our pre-task to get people to just get on the same page and do that concept of being wonderful or finding things that are wonderful with what we were going to be doing during the lesson. After that, I played the song, and folks tried to guess what the words were, even before listening, because they had little areas in the song with the lyrics that had missing words. And they had descriptive words such as location, adjective, verb, and they had to try to fill it in, even before hearing the song. After hearing it, they were able to practice listening and writing in the missing words. And finally, we did another pair work activity where the song was separated into parts where person A had one set of lyrics and person B had another set. And they needed each other in order to know what would happen and to fill it in. But the most exciting part of our creative activity involved teachers being able to interpret the lyrics of the song in a small group to perform it in movement. Often classes remain very still and very mm, one-dimensional. Teacher talks and students just sit there passively waiting to be fed information until the end of the 45-minute class period. But what we were hoping to do in this instruction on multiple intelligences was to start having teachers start thinking of new ways to present information and allowing students a little bit of freedom in new ways that they can express what they've learned. There are always the formal ways of assessing students just by writing, of course, and also multiple choice quizzes or tests. But informal ways can also give teachers new information. And that was our aim. And teachers were filled with so much joy that they wanted to redo the whole song again 
where we'd play the song and each team would have a chance to perform their part. It was a true creation of collaboration and cooperation. We learned about how collaboration is when people work together for a shared goal, while cooperation basically means each person does their part and then they come together and they share. But there is a certain more individual element to cooperation, while collaboration is much more about interdependence. During our lessons as well, we shared ideas related to minimal resources and how to teach with minimal resources. One activity I just loved from a teacher who's an English teacher living in Jazak, he's an American actually, is called Mystery Sentence. And teachers would write on two sheets of paper different tenses such as present simple or past continuous on the other paper. And then two or three students would line up in two columns. And the teacher would hold up the sentence or the tense and ask students to create a sentence in that tense. It's a very simple one. Another simple one is where you would write lines such as five for a five-letter word, so five lines. And then students would ask questions and partners with their pair to try to figure out what the word is. These kind of simple activities can be routines that can be built into the class to keep people excited, invested. And it doesn't need to be very complicated, but it needs to be achievable, measurable, and specific. And also have a time element so that activities that we do are time bound, meaning they don't go for hours, but they have a 10 minute expiration or a 15 minute expiration time. Another aspect was about active teaching and using jazz chants. Jazz chants are basically rhythms that you can use in speaking, such as, I went to the market. Really, you went? What did you do? I bought some cheese and some milk. I went to the market. What did you do? In this sort of playful way of speaking and expressing language. And then teachers made their own examples. I'll definitely share some audios with you. Listen to some of these. Yes, 
The opportunity to engage our creative identity allows us to see our lives through a new lens. It's this lens that gives us a new perspective on all that we see that may seem difficult when we see it always in the same way. And I think that's what I want to bring to teachers that I work with, to people that I really just encounter, is a new perspective. In certain moments in our training, we've had certain forms of conflicts between certain people. And I think what's nice about a conflict is it gives us an opportunity to see our role in it. Whether it's active, passive, active, inactive, or possibly created by our own perspectives by how we think things should be based on what we want. While in the reality, things are not ever how we want. We have to respond to what is. And that's not an easy process. Because we all try to plan things as teachers to be good. But things aren't always good. Things aren't always clear. I have to say, my highlights during this time that we've been working with teachers, just from this week, has been the level of excitement. We created something that are called foldables, where you fold about four sheets of paper, and you fold it in a way, and I'll put a link into the podcast for it, that allows you to fill it in, as if it was a graphic organizer, but it's more physical. And teachers had to fill those in with information that they had learned. And I think it's nice when things are physical, and when they're interpersonal as well, and we're able to look inside of ourselves, and also intrapersonal when we reflect on our own inner experience. And... I feel lucky to have the opportunity. I really feel blessed to have food, to have loving, uh, kind teachers around me, and to uh, share something that I'm passionate about, which is teaching, and also see what they're passionate about. I'd say what I'm really looking forward to is finishing the course in the next three days, which is also sad, but also having teachers create their own short instructional videos just so that we can have a sort of final project, a final product something that we can produce and share back with all the teachers in our school. This is what I'm looking forward to. Thank you for listening. One really creative idea I had was related to total physical response which is a teaching method where we often give directions in sequence, and then sometimes we afterwards give the directions out of sequence and see if students can actually listen and do what we say to them. But more importantly, we may say a direction that is not what we're physically doing to test their understanding. I had an idea of teachers practicing using these types of routines that they may want in their classroom so that they could give it as commands and get students acting more. So that rather than always asking what is the weather or what is the day, they can make it somehow more physically interactive. I found that even the teachers who've been sitting for hours need physical movement. So throughout every single day, it's just expected that around 3 p.m. or 3.30, we turn on some music, 
we dance and we have freedom for a couple of minutes. Complete freedom. And this allows us to really see that the kids also need that in some way. Obviously, they need to come back to being under control and focused, but at the same time, they don't have that level of some way of expressing their physical energy. It will become destructive or a distraction. And that's what we as teachers need to know how to master.